Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm Zach Clark, the Dirtle Magus, and with me as always is Nathan Goliath. How's it going, Zach? Uh, it's going well. It's going well. Good to hear. So you've got a uh, pretty big anniversary coming up this weekend, right? Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is uh, year four uh, uh, complete of Hipsters of the Coast. We are going into year five now. Uh, the blog started four years ago, uh, I think, uh, this weekend. Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, that was about when I had started coming back to the game as well, and we had met and started hanging out around 20-sided store. So uh, it's great to see that, you know, you're able to be able to keep it going for so long and how great it is to uh, for, for me to finally be able to be a part of it a little bit with this podcast. Yeah, of course. Glad to have you, man. It's it's funny uh, because, you know, every we sort of mark the anniversary every year by, you know, spoiler season for, like, the new fall set, and that's pretty much what we're going to be covering today, so that works out well. That's true, Yeah. Um, before we get into that, uh, let's just you know give a quick uh, you know rundown. I mean, you played any Legacy this week? I did. I uh, I played uh, at Nebulous. I had a great experience at Nebulous. Actually, normally uh, it's it's a fifty fifty as far as whether or not I'm having I'm having a good time there. But this time was awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Everything just came together well. The tournament ran fast and on time, uh, and uh, I, I pulled a two one. Uh, lost in the first round to Eldrazi, and then I played uh, Storm in the second round, and I was able to uh, beat Storm with Infect. Uh, man, Legacy Infect is like a whole different animal than Modern Infect. That is, it is a absurd deck. Yeah, I mean, you can win like so fast. It's amazing. Yeah, like I was winning on turn two. I, I won on turn two twice. Berserk, man. Good thing it's uh, good thing you got that reprint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely berserked. I won one game by doing twenty infect to somebody because I had two berserks. Huh. <laughs> um. Yeah. So we had a you know we we were able to get our local going in in Utah again this week. Uh, and I for the second week in a row went three and zero with John. Um, got to play uh, against Dead Guy Ale Elves, and I also played against Eldrazi. And it's funny because I was, you know, we're playing like fully powered Eldrazi versus fully powered Jund. Of course. Like, oh, this could have been modern, but yeah. instead it's Legacy. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It definitely, like, you know, minus what the Shocklands, you know. Like... Yeah. Yeah, he gets like ancient tombs, and I get like you know non Shocklands plus like him to the Torak. Um, he drew like. There was there had to be he had to drawn like ten cards off an Endbringer like we had this pretty bad board stall, but he kept drawing more lands and like thorns and stuff that didn't do anything. Oh yeah. So like I'm like oh, I'm gonna die as soon as he draws Reality Smasher and I'm just trying to find anything to solve a Reality Smasher, and he just like keeps drawing cards off Endbringer and looking sad. Um, eventually <laughs> he like he's like looks he's got like a full hand he's like. Uh, cavern on spirit and then hard cast a simian spirit guide oh my god <laughs> like it was it was getting it was so grindy it got to that point but um yeah fun match so we do have a uh fall set to talk about yeah 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 we've got kaladash is uh is is raring up spoiler season is in full force and we have a lot of spoilers yeah, what do you, what's your uh, impression so far of the set just sort oh, of man. overall i like it a lot and, you know, I, I was really worried that I was going to feel like, who cares, another magic set after, like, this summer, which was just, like, we never left spoiler season all summer. Yeah, right. Uh, so, it 
it uh, it's kind of it's kind of awesome that they did a good enough job flavor wise and with some of the cards, uh, you know, design wise that I, I'm I'm still interested. Yeah, um, we've got, uh, and it's funny because we're gonna go from this and then we'll get to play a little bit, and then there's a commander set coming out in November, so we're gonna just keep keep it going. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna start by talking about some of the spoilers that have uh, that have come out so far. Um, I'm gonna go through the spoilers, and if any of the if the of the mechanics come up, uh, we'll I'll discuss them then. Uh, but I'm just gonna read the read the card and let you give a first reaction. Um, so one of the very early cards that was spoiled, it seems like forever ago, and it was only about a week. Uh, Sahili Rai, one a blue and a red for a planeswalker Sahili with three loyalty, plus one Scry one. Sahili Rai deals one damage to each opponent. Minus two, create a token that's a copy of target artifact or creature you control, except it's an artifact addition to its other types. Token gains haste, exile at the beginning of the next end step. Minus seven, search your library for three artifact cards with different names, put them on the battlefield, and shuffle your library. So. Well, uh, um, you know, this, for three mana, I'm not sold on this Planeswalker, but I think that it could, it could unleash different decks in Legacy that we're not seeing currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's no, like, blue-red control deck that uses artifacts. Um, and I feel like if you could do something like that, this is a card you'd want. Um, being able to pull three artifacts, just tinker out three artifacts from your deck, is, is an absurdly powerful thing, but I don't... I Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything... That's like, woo! I'm gonna win the game that you would put in a deck to begin with. Um, you know, like, great, got a batter skull out, got a jate out, got a sword out. You know, <laughs> let's go to town, right? Like, that's yeah. that's the only thing I can think of, like off the top of my head, that like I would be like, whoa! But anybody playing, uh, you know, uh, mud, I think would be able to do some some serious ridiculousness with this card, but they need to be playing red and blue. Yeah, uh, I guess the the most somewhat assured is it win is Blightsteel and Lightning Greaves, yeah. um, and then go. something else. Um, of course, you got to get the seven. I think I, I just I hesitate to sleep on a three mana blue Planeswalker. Yeah, like um, you know the opportunity cost is so low because it's you know it's going to come down on turn three or turn two if you have an acceleration, um, and then the extra is pitch to force. Um, yep. Always, always I think, pitch to force. Yeah, so I think that uh, which which makes up for the fact that you want to have some amount of artifacts in your deck for this ultimate. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one thing I think would be interesting is in like the blue red Delver shell. Mm-hmm. Just like okay, just so this comes, just, yeah, this comes down and you start either digging and it does damage, which isn't irrelevant in the Delver deck, yeah. right? Or minus two copy my insectile aberration, like. Smash sure, <laughs> yeah, right. You know that that could be enough to win. So, um, I don't know. I mean, how good is it versus Dak Baden is the question. But what's the um? Oh God, it was like an M fifteen or whatever uh, that you could like sacrifice a artifact and deal five damage to a creature or player. Shrapnel blast. Yeah, you could maybe play shrapnel blast in this and like with this in legacy, like negative two. Cr- you know, create your Delver and then smash your opponent for another, like, that's eight damage. Your fate with your yeah. fake Delver. No, and that's right, Delver. exactly. And that's, so, that's mean, probably enough. That's, you know, that's, <laughs> that's a lot of damage. I don't know that that's where you really want to be, but Shrapnel Blast is an interesting card with this since it's going to be uh, exiled anyhow. Might as well get some more value out of it. 
Yeah, and I think that like the blue red Delver deck's an interesting position just in general where you either like are you're just like in the zone and like everything goes awesome for you, or you keep ending up in the horrible mid game and you yeah. just wish you had anything better than like a monastery swift spear. Course. And this would be something you could have if you feel like the game is going to go long. Yeah, I, I mean, um, at the very least, I think this could be a sideboard card um, mm-hmm. for those grindier matchups where you just need like the four or five more damage to to do, and scrying one plus the damage gets you to those bolts or whatever you need. Yep, definitely. Or price of progress. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah, of course. That. Yeah. Um, Want to keep going with the planeswalkers? Yeah, let's. Chandra, Torch of Defiance, two red and a red. Planeswalker Chandra with four loyalty, plus one. Exile the top card of your library. You may cast that card. If you don't, Chandra, Torch of Defiance deals two damage to each opponent, plus one. Add two red mana to your mana pool. Minus three, Chandra deals four damage to target creature. Minus seven, you get an emblem with whenever you cast a spell. This emblem deals five damage to target creature or player. So this is Chandra the Mind Sculptor? Yeah, right. This Four card abilities. seems like it's just pushed for uh, play in every format. Yep. It's, um, it's I super mean, good as far as like the Chandra draw that like if you don't cast something, you're gonna deal two damage, right? If if you know, you can protect her with two red red is like what, uh, Searing Blaze, you know, in some decks where you can like roast. cast a spell, roast. Yeah, Chalice um, one, <laughs> and the and the four damage is to a creature is fine too. But getting to plus one until sca- cast another spell at four mana is is pretty great. Um, yeah, Chalice on one, Ugh, disgusting. Yeah, um, um, this is as good as the fact is there there are decks that play Ancient Tomb and Mountain. Yeah, there are several decks like that, and this is just great. I mean, what else can you say? Like. What, what else would you want on turn four there? Like, I, I guess sneak attack, but, you know, then you got to pass a turn with a sneak attack, and, yeah. I mean, um, I, I, think, I think this is good enough to be played in those decks. I don't know how good those decks ever really are. Yeah, they're always thing. good if, if the meta is combo decks slash Delver decks that are preying on combo decks that are more than two colors. Yeah. Um, but that's, you know, that's kind of the, the back and forth of that deck. It's like, it's not always great and uh, and you know they these decks tend to lose to miracles yeah um, and this um, gives you some you know this gives you a chance against miracles for sure um, I think that the thing about this card for for legacy play is just you know you have a different option as far as a win con in decks that were normally not relying on sort of a long term win con I could see John Deasley playing this card yeah, I mean, it would, I've been playing John, and it's kind of an interesting question, like, would I play this? Um, and, you know, I've played Garrick Relentless in the sideboard for, like, you know, just, like, a grindy card that yeah. you can just pump out damage with. But, yeah, might as well do this. I mean, with Sylvan Library, you can make sure you're exiling, like, junk you don't need if you don't want to, you know, if you don't need it. Or if it's irrelevant junk, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, just gets around... You know, just it, it wins the game eventually, like unless they deal with it. So that's something to, to consider. Yeah. Um, plus one actually would cast Punishing Fire, but though I don't have Punishing Fire. Okay. Um, Nissa Vital Force three green and a green Planeswalker Nissa with five loyalty, plus one untapped target land you control until your next turn. It becomes a five five elemental creature with haste. Minus three return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand. 
Minus six, you get an emblem with whenever a land enters the battlefield under your control, you may draw a card. Uh, you're probably wondering why we've been talking about this. <laughs> I don't know that this is a card, like what? Like, I guess maybe in your, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, deck. Mixed it. Mixed it deck, right? Like, yeah. this is a card. And it's, this is fine, I suppose, but man, this card's just asking to be dazed at five mana. Right. Uh, well, that's why you come all therapy naming days. Yeah. Um, or you just have six lands in play. I just think, like, so this, to me, this is sort of like a green reality smasher, um, which has yeah. been played. Uh, sure. there, there are decks that can cast this, and then you just start bashing in for five every turn with haste, and then you get, like, if that's not enough, you just return something like Pernicious Deed or Liliana the Veil. I just, uh, I mean, plus coming in at five and going to six, like, if this thing does live, it's probably not dying very soon. No. Not outside of, like, you know, Council's Judgment. But, but yeah, I, I was, I was like, this is probably the strongest card in the set in the vacuum. Like, this will be, like, the standard, you know, powerhouse because green is so good in standard. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a toss-up between this and Chandra, but, you know, I don't know. I just wanted to give it a shout-out because... Like this is just thing just screams well, like I'm gonna so attack with rally. a <laughs> yeah yeah I'm gonna attack with a forest like you can't wasteland my five five so yeah nice anyway um, okay uh, Rashmi Eternity's Crafter two a green and a blue legendary creature elf druid whenever you cast your first spell each turn reveal the top card of your library if it's a non land card with converted mana cost less than that spells you may cast it without paying its mana cost. If you don't cast the revealed card, put it into your hand. This is a 2-3. It's a 2-3 for 4 mana. That has <laughs> it doesn't a trigger. funky yeah. effect, but it's not... You know, it, it it's not like whenever you cast this spell or this first spell your turn. So I think I I would take a hard pass on this as a, as a card that we'll see Legacy play. Um, but there might be decks that want something like this. You know, maybe the bug deck wants this guy. Right, uh, I think that, I mean, that's, I guess that the dream is to, like, play this, they try and kill it, you force that, and then flip something ridiculous that you just yeah. play, or you just draw a card to mitigate the uh, effects of your force. It's tough, right, um, because you want proactive spells in your green-blue deck, right, to make this card work, yep. um, and then, so if, if, if that's the case, then you want to be playing, uh, like, Waterfalls and this color combination, and this card does not come into play off of any of your Cascade creatures. Right. I guess you could compare it to Bloodbraid Elf as a value creature. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I think for... I guess what I had thought about is more, maybe more with Vintage, um, just because you have Gush. Yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, the Delve spells are in Vintage, so you're probably going to trigger trigger this more. Um, but, uh, you know, Blue Creature, Elf, you're getting to this, like, Big Elves deck with this and Leovold and Bloodbraid Elf and Deathrite Shaman yeah. or like Cavernon Elf and then cast big guys. I don't know. Interesting card. Um, let's talk about this one um, that came out today. Uh, and it is Kambal Console of Allocation. One, a black and a white. Legendary creature Human Advisor. Whenever an opponent casts a non-creature spell, that player loses two life and you gain two life. Uh, he is a 2-3. This guy couldn't look any more Russian, huh? He just looks like yeah, a right? czar. Um, but yeah, I like this guy a lot as far as uh, being sort of, you know, one of those cards that will work really nicely in Dead Guy Ale. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's great because 
you know, it, it does it does what it does well, and it works good in attrition-y matchups, aside from just being like, haha, you lose Storm. Yeah. Yeah, they could call this Eat Shit Storm. <laughs> yeah. I like the I like the flavor text, too. You know? He has friends in places both high and low, and all seem to owe him favors. I uh, obviously like this card uh, from an emotional standpoint, uh, being a dead guy, a aficionado myself. The only problem I, th- I think I have with it is that it doesn't make your really bad matchups that much better, and that it's not great against Eldrazi or Miracles. I mean, it basically makes it so you never lose a storm, and it's it's good against the Delver decks um, that you were already pretty good against um, in a vacuum. Yeah. Um, but you know, this it just doesn't do enough against Miracles, and it doesn't do enough against it doesn't do anything against Eldrazi really. Um, and that's really what's what's pushing down sort of these uh, black white uh, based um, mid range decks. But I think he's cool. I think he'll see some sideboard play for decks that maybe do need a little bit of extra oomph against Storm. Um, I, something like an Esper Blade deck can play this on the sideboard. Yeah, totally. As, a, as something that you can play off a of Deathrite Shaman and. You don't have to board in a bunch of counter spells or something. Be a little more proactive. I'm kind of bummed it doesn't have flash for like three mana, a two three. You know, like yeah, it would be nice to just give give this card a little push that makes it say it makes you say like, yep, this card needs to be played in in this format. But it, you know, they have to think about standard f- for this card too, and it's probably too good with flash and standard. On the other hand, like standard, I mean, there are decks that don't play a ton of non-creature spells. Like this is probably aimed at the non-rotating formats a little bit. Yeah. For that reason, um, Flash would have been great. You know, like uh, what's it called? Even Mind Sensor has Flash, and yeah. you know that doesn't dominate standard as far as I know. Um, okay, so let's have some fun. Madcap experiment. Three and a red for sorcery. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal an artifact card. Put that card onto the battlefield and the rest on the bottom of your library in a random order. Madcap Experiment deals damage to you equal to the number of cards revealed this way. So, so. it's kind of like Demonic Consultation. Um, yep. In a weird way, and then it's just like... I don't know, man. I just don't know about this card. I can't tell if it's good or it's terrible or it's just so weird. It's so hard to evaluate this guy. Yeah. Um, well, I guess so. There, there are lots of artifacts that combo with it. Platinum Empyrean or um, what's it called? Uh, Platinum Angel. Neither you basically hit those off this, and you never you don't lose. True. Uh, Legacy has Enlightened Tutor, which you know. Come on. <laughs> Legacy also has long-term plans, which lets you put a card into your uh, library third from the top. So, you know, you can do it at instant speed, so you can do it at their end step. You can just pop your Blight Steel in there, and then that could be your win. I don't know mm-hmm. if such a combo deck is necessary or exists in Legacy, but... Um, yeah, I, I mean, mean... Brainstorm exists, right? So that's just yeah. fine. You can just Brainstorm. Top exists. If you have I mean, look, it's, five mana. It's Tinker. I mean... It, with it, with enough massaging, it's really tinker without having to sacrifice an artifact on board. That's true. So. Uh, here's an artifact you could hit off this. Either Ether Flux Reservoir, a four mana artifact. Whenever you cast a spell, you gain one life for each spell you cast this turn. Pay fifty life. Ether Flux Reservoir deals fifty damage to target creature or player. So every spell has Storm gain one life. 
Yeah, and there's some weird math where it's like slightly better than Storm, but I don't understand how that works. <laughs> so, so let's think about how many spells you have to cast to get to 50 life, right? So one spell is one, two is three, three is six, six is... T- oh, three is six, four is four ten. Is ten. Yeah. Then, so now you're at 30 life, uh, then you're at 15... Then you're at 21. Then you're at 27. So it takes a little bit of doing. That's what, seven spells? Eight spells? So it takes about ten spells to get up to 30 life. To get 30 life. Assuming you're starting at 20. Assuming you you can gain a one life here or there somewhere. Um, And I I, I don't know that it's exactly. You'll be at exactly 30 life. You'll be well over the 50 life you need, I think, uh, to, to kill your opponent. Uh, it's a weird card. Four mana is a lot of a lot of mana to put down for an effect like this. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's sort of like a tendrils that you put into play, pass the turn, and then storm off and and win. I guess you could say like, all right, so this up against a chalice, I play this, and then I just feed spells to the chalice, gain my life off of them, and then kill you that way. Yeah. I don't know. People love this card so far. I think it's just pay 50 to do 50 is so insane. Yeah, it's a, it's a weird number. I'm sure they did a little bit of testing with, with that to be like, okay, this isn't as bad. It's, yeah. You know, it's it's not as bad or as broken as it could seem. Yeah. Um, I think it's probably right in the middle there. Um, here's another fun artifact. Uh, I want to mess up this word. Girapur Orri. Uh, it's also a four-mana artifact. Each player may play an additional land on each of his or her turns. At the beginning of each player's upkeep, if that player has no cards in hand, that player draws three cards. I, I like this, but I don't know that I like it for Legacy. Uh, I think Lands loves this card, though. Lands would be all about playing this card. You don't care how many extra lands your opponent's going to play, and you'll eventually get to no cards in hand. Yeah, right. Um... Yeah, it's an extra exploration effect. It's an extra uh, dredge effect for loam. Yeah, or I mean, lets you rip cards off the top. Insane amount of, of dredging for loam, it, it, especially if you're playing extra lands. So you could loam for two cards, right? Get your two lands, put those lands into play. Have no cards in your hand next upkeep. Draw three cards. Dredge once. Draw. You know, it's just, there's a lot you can do with this if you're an attritiony deck like lands is. Yeah, um, I've heard a little bit of chatter about this in Vintage with Shops, just being like, you know, Shops is going to lock you out of the game, they don't care how many lands you play, um, and then they're going to run out of the cards in their hand so they can draw three. Yeah, I mean, um, and you're going to have cards in your hand every because you're not... turn seems fine. Yeah, I mean, you, that's another thing too, like, if you can keep cards in your opponent's hand and take them out of your hand um, with something like whatever that land is where each player draws a card or like a temple bell effect just to make, you know, you pass a turn, tap temple bell so they have a card and then you're just going up three cards on them every turn. That's pretty good (laughs) if you can uh, get the card out of your hand, I guess, or make them draw for all I know. Well, I mean, if you can, it's weird, right? Because like, if you can play an additional land every turn and strip mine your opponent for one of those lands, your your opponent's probably going to run out of lands eventually and you've got loam You'll be fine for a while. Or if you have Crucible of Worlds. Yeah, Crucible, fine too. 
<laughs> you're gonna put you're gonna put down in your deck that can cast a four mana artifact and probably yeah. also cast Crucible Worlds. Have Wasteland, Ghost Quarter, even you know. Yeah. So you just lock them out. You don't care if they draw. You draw, and that's awesome. Uh, let's see. Uh, another four mana artifact, Panharmonicon. It is a four mana artifact. If an artifact or creature entering the battlefield causes a triggered ability of a permanent you control to trigger, that ability triggers an additional time. So, what? yes. So, okay. Basically, it, you, yes, you get two triggers off anything related to an artifact or creature entering the battlefield, which means that even that card triggers twice. Like, so, simply put, you yes, you would search for two artifacts with Stoneforge Mystic. Probably not what you're going to do with this card, but um, I, I'm sort of surprised this is not being talked about more. Yeah, I um, mean, it's, it's, that, it's that four mana... It's just so much mana to invest in, like, a getting two batter skulls. I don't think that's <laughs> what you would use it for, though. Yeah. You'd use this in some sort of horrific combo, yeah. right? <laughs> um, uh, if an artifact... And it's like... So the, it's a triggered ability of a permanent you control. So I, the only thing I can think of offhand is aura shards. So, like, you could destroy two artifacts with aura shards off one creature. Yeah. Um, but there's probably something else... Um, when an artifact comes into play, do something. When a creature comes into play, do something. Um, maybe just something to keep an eye on. I mean, this is sort of in that amulet of vigor. Like, if you ever see this card on the stack and you're holding a force of will, just counter just it. Just counter it, yeah. <laughs> like, just you, read you it. You have to and, assume it's bad. Like, they're not doing anything good with this. Like, yeah. um, an artifact creature enter the battlefield does not trigger prowess twice. That's non creature spells. Oh, actually. Well, it's entering the battlefield, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's okay. Yeah, you're right. Um, whatever. It seems like, like a Lauren gets gets stupid with this, but Lauren's already stupid, right? Yeah, because like, if you have an Lauren out, you already win. Yeah. Um, I guess there's probably a way that this could insulate you against hate with a Lauren. I guess. Um, I mean, I'm just thinking. Cast hold on, I just... two Avalanche Riders and just. Right, I mean, th you know. that's the thing. I guess you could, like, value use this for value in some ways if your, like, entire deck is... But then your entire deck is built around putting this out. Yeah. So maybe you want something like Goblin Welder to, like... And Faithless Looting to find this. Um, and then, like, some sort of Goblin Welder, Faithless Looting, Reanimate, your Avalanche Riders, Double Trigger. You know, then just start, like, killing them that way. I don't know. It's a cool card. It's... There's so many triggered abilities. This is this is not going to get less broken. Yes, yeah. right. I think the the way to evaluate this card is that there's probably an artifact combo that like becomes a thing that we're not thinking of. It's probably an artifact, and it's probably something like super innocuous that right now that is it, someone's going to break. Um, yeah. Uh, if an artifact creature entering the battlefield, uh, it just you know, it could happen so easily. I mean, there's cobalt and ornithopters. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's no shortage of like ways to just like spam one of those card types onto the board. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's talk about the energy mechanic, and we'll start with harnessed lightning. Mm -hmm. It's one and a red for an instant. Choose target creature. You get three energy counters. Then you may pay any amount of energy. Harness Lightning deals that much damage to that creature. Um, so energy counters go on a player like poison counters. Yep. Uh, and then you just you know have to keep track of them, and, and there are different 
cards that allow you to pay energy to do stuff. Um, what do you think about that mechanic, by the way? Is I an think idea. the mechanic's cool. Um, it's very... I don't know. It's it's a neat mechanic, but at the same time, it does have sort of a Pokemon feel to it, um, which I'm not ever a fan of. It feels a little like... Yeah, it feels a little like some other game, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it definitely feels like some other game. I don't particularly think Harness Lightning is the card. You know, if it did damage to creatures or players... I might be like, ooh, yeah, this is this could be a thing, you know. If you can get enough energy out on the board, you know, you might just win, you know. Yeah, I think that. So the card that I would compare this to is Kindle. Yeah. Um, so you, let's say you want to kill like a Deathrite Shaman, so you just pay two energy, and then you have one energy like in your storage. Of course. So that the next time you cast this, you can take out something that's four. Um, you know, Snapcast your mage as a card, you have four of these in your deck. Like, you could do, you could really control the board in the same way that, like, Punishing Fire does. Yeah, I mean, being able to kill a Tarmogoyf with, with like, the second one of these is, is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, we made a list of, of stuff to look at, and uh, then we had a bunch of, like, late spoilers. So let me just try and find... There is a, there is a card that gives you energy per uh, instant or sorcery spell. Uh, that you cast. So let me just find that for you. Um, it is... Oh, it's in Italian. <laughs> Dynavault Tower. Here we go. Dynavault Tower is a three-mana artifact. Whenever you get... An, whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you get two energy counters. Tap, pay five energy counters. Dynavault Tower deals three damage to target creature or player. Um, tap, pay five for a bolt isn't exciting. But whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, you get two of these things. So that yeah. that's that's something you can do. That might, yeah. I mean, that that's makes it a little easier to think about this. Uh, a card I actually wanted to talk about um, that's an energy card is uh, Demon of Dark Schemes. Oh yes, I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, one. so that that one I think has has potential to see legacy play, um, and that's a that's a six mana uh, five five. Uh, with flying, yes. so it's a uh, three and three black flying. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, all other creatures get negative two, negative two till end of turn. So you could definitely see reanimating this and like wiping a board in the same style as like Elish Norn, right? Yep. Um, but whenever a creature dies, another creature dies, you get an energy counter, um, and you can pay four energy and uh, two colorless and a black to put a creature from your graveyard from a graveyard onto the battlefield. Uh, under your control, tap. So this is cool because it, it it sort of like wipes the board and possibly sets you up for another creature to put into play, which is great insurance if your opponent tr does end up killing the Demon of Dark Schemes. You can do this at instant speed. Yeah, it's funny because I put this on the list thinking that exact thing, and then we forgot to talk about it yeah. <laughs> like before the show. Uh, yeah, I, you took the words out of my mouth. You reanimate this thing, you wipe the board, you kill enough guys to, like, just make this, uh, like, horrifying for your opponent. Yeah. I mean, uh, LS Dort exists, which is fine, but, you know... I mean, even, uh, even in in a pinch, you know, maybe you don't own an LS Dort, and that card's, like, $20, $30 now. You know, this yeah. is, this this does it for you if you, uh, you know, want to play, like, a cheaper version of Reanimator. You yeah, know. you can play. You can cast this off a dark ritual, and if you're playing like a, some sort of turbo mono black reanimator, yeah. I mean that's a that's a fair backup plan. Um, you know, 
in the same way Grave Titan is. I mean, this is probably at least as good as that. Uh, I mean, it gives other creatures. It gets rid of Delvers, and then it's really hard to attack through this thing if uh, you have other things in your deck that can make energy. You can get to a point where you're like, oh, I'll just throw this other creature into play. Um, the bonus of this card is that, like, if you can get that for energy, it's pretty good as far as just, like, I'll just sit back on this, and if you kill my guy, I have a backup guy in my graveyard kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's, I, I mean, again, that's probably why I was so excited about this uh, Dynavolt Tower, because a lot of the Reanimator deck is going to trigger this. So it's just like maybe a new look at Reanimator where you're like building up energy, trying to get this guy out. This guy just gets you back a Grizzlebrand, and you know then you've got a really dominating position. Yeah. But you know, it's I haven't played Reanimator. I've actually been lending it out <laughs> at, at our weeklies, um, and I haven't gotten to play it yet. So there's it's got weak points um, that maybe this maybe this improves. Yeah. Um. Is there anything else with energy card you want to talk about? There's one other thing that I accidentally skipped over that I definitely want to talk about. So, yeah, I think um, one of the energy cards that could possibly see play if energy becomes a thing that we are we are wanting to use is the um, the Sign in Blood energy card. I think it's called uh, Live Fast. Oh, yeah, so Live Fast. It's, it's a three-mana card, one, uh, one black and two colorless, gain two energy, lose two life, draw two cards. I think that that card is an enabler that might be useful in a deck that wants energy to happen if there's, you know, it, it could be a replacement for Painful Truths in a deck that might be playing Painful Truths but wants energy. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Uh, that's 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 a thought about about it, but I, as far as other energy cards, I haven't seen anything yet that throws me into that, like, oh, this is definitely going to be what it is. Yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's too bad. I think the... the Mechanic is pretty cool. I guess we'll have to wait for the whole set and maybe Ether Revolt. I imagine energy will matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in that set, um, as a person who has played a lot of Painful Truths and also various cards like that, I did look at that card and think, well, maybe energy will be worth it. It pairs with you know, is live fast and die young, which should have been a split card. Yeah. But you would anyway, think. that would be the first uh, four-word split card. Um, which which gives which allows you to give minus one minus one to a creature for however much energy you pay. So, um, you know, something to uh, something to keep an eye on. Like again, if, if this mechanic takes off at all, yeah. um, metallurgic summonings. Yeah. A three blue and a blue for an enchantment. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell, create an XX colorless construct artifact creature token where X is that spell's converted mana cost. Three blue and a blue, exile metallurgic summonings, return all instant and sorcery cards from your graveyard to your hand, activate this ability only if you control six or more artifacts. I mean, what can you say? All, all I can think is, like, play this, force their next thing, and I have a 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, oh my god. For, I didn't even think about Force of Will being amazing for this. I, I really was like, uh, what am I going to do? Like, get a bunch of 1-1s off of my cantrips? Um, yeah, Force Force of Will as a five five, is pretty good. I can't. I mean, like it's one of those vintage cards too. Again, because of Gush, like Gush makes a five five. Oh god, Gush, that's ridiculous. Um, how about, dig through time. Yeah, how about <laughs> dig through time or like Treasure Cruise? It's stupid and, and vintage. Uh, I mean, it could be. It could see play in vintage. I'm mean, trying to think. Like, is it? 
I mean, Vintage definitely, because you have Black Lotus and Talarian Academy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that gets you to five. Yeah, you can cast this. With blues, yeah, pretty easily. Um, Legacy, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's a deck that, now, especially with Digger Time and Treasure Cruise banned, but uh, it's it's such an interesting idea. And then it's got this, like, other thing sort of tacked on to it. Return all incident sorcery cards if you have six or more artifacts. So, like, I guess, theoretically, you could just pump out a bunch of 1-1s with your cantrips, then just get them get all back, back. <laughs> play another one of these, and then make a bunch more 1-1s. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, this isn't a legendary uh, enchantment either, so you could in, 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 have more than one of them out at the same time and just be going crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, is that better than Monastery Mentor? I think not, though. Or Talran at yeah. that point. You yeah, know. Talran even. <laughs> it's tough, but... It's Talran cool card. that doesn't get bolted, I guess. You know, there's that. Yeah, I mean, there is... As you know, People are talking a lot about all these creatures that are pushed and getting better and more creatures in Legacy. I mean, that does mean more creature removal, which does sort of swing the pendulum back to, like, enchantments that aren't creatures. Like, I've been playing Phyrexian Arena in my gem deck. It's just, like, extra Dark Confidant effect, but doesn't die to a bolt. You know, so um, noxious gear Hulk. You actually guessed this when we were talking about the gear Hulk cycle. I was pretty uh, close. This is a five-four artifact creature with menace. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you may destroy another target creature. If a creature is destroyed this way, you gain life equal to its toughness. I think. What did I say? Uh, your opponent loses life equal to its casting cost. No, you said you'd get mana equal to its casting cost. Oh, okay, yeah, so... I was I was close as, as far as, like, you kill a creature and something happens based on that. Uh, as far as, like, guessing what this guy did. I didn't um, give it menace, I gave it death touch. Reani- reanimate mirror, reanimation mirror, reanimate mirror, or alpha show and tell. Something to have. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I won't talk more about Nick Fit. You could use this on Nick Fit, <laughs> but you could. Uh, it could be welded into play too, which is. I mean, Goblin Welder is getting a lot of help in this set. Yeah, I mean, we for sure. we we talk about whether or not like Null Rod or uh, Serum or not Serum Visions. Uh, Sony Silence would be like necessities with all these artifacts, but really, it's like Goblin Welder. Like, you know, that's creeping back. Yeah. Um. I have one more on my list to mention, uh, and then it's pretty boring, but I just want to mention it. Master Trinket Crafter, two and a white for a creature dwarf artificer. Servo and Thopter creatures you can control get plus one, plus one. Three white, create a one, one colorless servo artifact creature token. It is a three, two. Um, I just, a uh, couple things here. One is that people play Thopter Sword in Legacy, and this is an anthem for Thopters. And Stoneforge Mystic and this are both Artificers, uh, which means you can cavern on Artificer and use your Stoneforge to find your Sword of the Meek. I don't. It's it's okay. probably too cute, but it's you know something to keep an eye on. As far as cute is concerned, how about the fact that I can finally produce Tom Servo tokens? Yeah, right. They had to. <laughs> they had to focus group that and make yeah. it on purpose, right? I'm like, yeah, Tom Servo. I can just like. <laughs> put down Tom Servos as my Servo tokens. It's going to be amazing. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> There's got to be like some sort of Cambot, Gypsy, Tom Servo, Crow deck that you can assemble 
where you like use a servo creature or like a squadron hawk to make some sort of weird combo. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom Servo. Or, yeah, the, get a servo and then Stormcrow, and then you win pretty much as far as I'm concerned, right? Stormcrow just does that. Right. That's true. Um, but yeah, so that's what that's where we are with Kaladesh right now. I'm gonna give one last scan here because they're they're putting out new cards every day. But I'm gonna tell you the thing I love about this set so far is that you can see a lot of these cards being played in eternal formats, but it's not like existing shell is just going to like absorb it, right? Yeah. Like it would be like, okay, this is worth brewing with for some reason. Of course. Yeah, I think that's that's really an important part part of uh any set that you put out is like, can we build a new deck around these cards that isn't just a, a shot in the dark, you know, a flash in the pan style like deck? Like, I think that there are some decks that can be brewed with some of these cards that aren't out there right now that might be sustainable, and we're just looking for a push here or there. I still don't see, you know, my Legacy Affinity deck yet being a thing, right? Like, that's my that was my call last week, is, like, I think Legacy Affinity could, will become a thing. And I'm not seeing that just yet. Um, but there's time. Well, let's talk quickly about Inventor Sphere. This one also came out a long time ago, so we missed it. At the beginning of your... It's a legendary land. At the beginning of your upkeep, if you control three or more artifacts, you gain one life. Tap for colorless. Four tap sacrifice. Search for an artifact card. Put it in your hand and shuffle. Activate if you control three or more artifacts. This is a great card for Legacy Affinity. <laughs> like, you're gonna have three artifacts. Like, you can play all the artifact lands, um, and then you can search up whatever other artifact you need, which will be most of your deck. So maybe you need a Mirror Enforcer to just like close it out. Maybe you need to find your Crano Plating. Maybe you need to find a Chalice of the Void. See, I see this card as more of more of a, a card that's already in it, that's already ready for a deck that exists. This, mm-hmm. is, this is just another card to throw in a Tesserator. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that that... I guess they have Transmute Artifact, but yeah, it's not like... They don't run, like, Fabricate or Enlightened Tutor or anything in that, so... Yeah. Um, it's just a way to straight up find what you're looking for, um, which is pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that this card's cool, and it definitely, like... It has the ability to be played in Legacy, for sure, but when I say Affinity, I mean, like, rush your life total Affinity... And this card doesn't doesn't do that for me. I think I think I want to see something where I'm like, oh, here's the missing piece of the puzzle to make like you know rainbow affinity as it were, like you know the mod- the modern deck that can basically just like play the most powerful cards from each color and like galvanic blasts and stuff like that in, yeah. in their slots. Um, but it basically just plays arcbound ravager. And some, you know, some some little dudes, and like gets there on, on that. But this version gets to play with artifact lands, which makes it a little a little faster, I think. Yeah. You know? But I'm not seeing that yet. I don't see that. I don't see any any, any cards that just do like kill your kill your opponent. You know. Kill your opponent more than cranial plating. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't expect we... cranial plating to to be printed or anything like that. I just some piece of the puzzle that we're missing that makes what is a Tier 1 modern deck not a Tier 1 legacy deck. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I've played against Affinity and Legacy a couple times. Um, 
And it, it goes way bigger than the modern deck because oh, yeah, they play like sure. ancient tombs. So they like have Tezzeret in their deck, like usually, you know? Yeah. Um, or Chalice of the Void as, as something that, you know, they can play. So, well, we've got about, I guess, like another week and a half of spoilers. So we'll come back to them next week. But yeah, we'll see. This set is going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun, if nothing else. I may actually do a pre release. <laughs> yeah, I kind of can't wait. I've already signed up for one. All right, great. Cool. So yeah, so I think that's it week. this week. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Thanks. Have a good night, Zach. You too. Have a good one, Nate.